What's up, everybody? Welcome to the second episode of the JKR Podcast. I am Jay Shrigling, and I will be your host. Today, I would like to welcome one of my good friends and future fashion designer entrepreneur, Kev Addison, to the show. I'll have him start by introducing himself, and then we'll start with some questions. Hey, Jace. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Um, <laughs> it's good to be on the JKR Podcast. My name is Kevin Addison. Um, I'm a first-year student at Indiana University. My major is marketing along with a minor in fashion design, and what I plan to do is um, become a designer. <laughs> All right. So what are you planning to do in the fashion industry? Um, well, the fashion industry is very versatile, and it, it's very it's a hard market to get into, just like the entertainment market. Um, so what I plan to do is to hopefully disrupt fashion a little bit in the sense that we could create more sustainable fashion and more innovative, true innovative fashion than what uh, people say. I want to get into the... Um, the higher markets of fashion and, and really learn how the industry works. Um, and I want to be able to create emotion with, with my fashion. Okay, so what do you mean by emotion? Um, I want to be able to draw you to your deepest, either f- your deepest dreams, your deepest fears. I want you to be able to to feel feel something when you wear my clothes. And I want you to be able to feel confident. I want you to be able to be expressed. I want you to be able to feel powerful when, when you wear my clothing. And not just the clothing because you are that person. It's just the clothing helps bring it out of you. All right. And then you say versatile. So the fashion industry is versatile. What do you mean by that? The fashion industry, it could go anywhere. It's 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 whatever you want to do. Um, The way fashion was 20 years ago, even 10 years ago, is not the same way it is today. Um, If you look at a lot of Okotori brands, which means um, top of designer um, type brands, you will see that the structure and the forms of it, it's very different than our typical like H&M or Forever 21 styles. So it's a lot of different directions to go into fashion. So, okay. And then, so you want to start your own company, right? Yep. All right. So what makes you want to start your own company compared to going and working for a company that's already established? Well, um, I was actually thinking about that because one day I was like, maybe I should go work for Louis Vuitton or, or Chanel or, or Dior. Um, but what had me thinking is I want to be able to put what I want out. Those brands are already established and they have their names already. Not to say that I, if I got offered the opportunity to work at Christian Dior or Chanel or Louis Vuitton, that doesn't mean necessarily I would deny it, but I would eventually want to start my own thing. To, so so you could, so my fingerprint could be in the world. Okay, okay. That's kind of how I feel with RSM. Yeah. Like, I mean, I want to start it, but also if I get a job with a big company in Indianapolis yeah. or Chicago after out of college, I mean, I'll probably accept it. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. It's just yeah. I know that I, I know I need to leave my fingerprint in the world. The world yeah. is so much bigger than me just being a creative director. Yeah. So what are some things you're working on right now for it? Um, right now, so, um, with being in school, it's very hard, as you know, um, to, to maintain, um, two sides of a spectrum. So right now I'm just pretty much just going over design patterns and, um, trying to continue to learn how to sew and continue to develop garments and learn value and structure. Um, I'm in the very early stages of my brand. I mean, the timing of it could be anywhere i would love for it to start today honestly but however school takes up a large chunk of my time right now i know when we were on break i had more time to actually develop some skills within the fashion industry that has helped me but since then it's just kind of been learning how to structure learning how to form um sample making garment making and things of that sort okay okay um so when earlier when you said the fashion industry was extremely versatile what is a common idea that most people have about the fashion industry um (laughs) they think the fashion industry is is fun um and 
They think the fashion or they think the fashion industry is extremely um, unethical or uneducated um, as far as how the real world works. But um, I don't think that to be true. I think the fashion industry is, is extremely hard and it takes a lot of work and, and it is very rewarding. And the thing people don't realize is we all have clothes. We all like to wear what we want to wear. And when you get to a certain age in your life or you, or you make a certain income, your your style starts to change and you like to indulge in the best things in life, uh, which comes into clothing. You know, you want the best quality, you want the best designs, you want to buy the best designer. Um, so as far as it, as far as the industry, um, as far as common, the industry being common or people having common things about the industry, like it's, it's, it's hard or it's unethical or uh, education. I definitely don't agree with those statements. I think the fashion industry is something that's very precious with time and has been able to adapt and 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 will continue adapting and I, hopefully I can help push it through. Okay. So let's say you start your company mm -hmm. beginning of junior year. Yeah. Or even later, even right after college, something yeah. like that. What would you say would be your dream scenario after 10 years of starting your company? What would be the <laughs> dream absolute, like everything went perfect? Um... By that time, I would love to have developed other projects, which I will, which I will not name, but I have definitely thought okay. about. Okay. <laughs> um, things in the ten-year, um, ten-year, um, I would definitely like to have my name established, which means I want to make it a worldwide name, and I know that's very hard to do because you have established brands like, um, Christian Dior and and Versace and and um, Balmain, and you have all these other high-class designers, or even Tommy Hilfiger and Ralph Lauren and Stella McCartney, um, and Kirby Jean Raymond of Pierre Moss, um. You have all these designers that that are pretty much established or, or beginning to be established, um, and some for a hundred years, some fifty years, some for even ten years. You know, so um, I will want to be established and known worldwide. I will want people knowing, hey, what's my story? How does how do you how are you a part of my brand? How can I how can I make you? How can I be a part of your story? You know, um, how can I create emotion? I want to be able to really transform the industry to where it's not just about not even just about the way you look, because that's very important also, but it's about the way you feel, the way you act, you know, um, the way you carry yourself with with clothing. So, I mean, in 10 years, I, I just hope to be very, like I said, worldwide known. I hope to, I have a couple of celebrities I do want to personally style, um, just because I love the, I love their personality. I love the way they already dress. So I would love to style. So I would love to um, style a couple of like celebrities or artists. Okay, so what type of personality would you be looking for? As far as, do you want me to name so, like some... I mean, you can, you can name a few examples. I mean, I'm sure you probably wouldn't get those guys because they're probably <laughs> already two biggest celebrities. But what are like the type of personalities? No, I think I could. You, you think so? Yeah, yeah they, they're, right. a lot I of them mean, are always open to, yeah. to new designers because they don't like... I mean, they love the original designers, but a lot of them are open to like newer concepts. So right. it's just a little harder to tackle them, you know. But in 10 years run, I think I could do it. Maybe okay. even in five. Okay. But, uh, so, like, name a few, like, personality types or even, um, even a few examples well, of celebrities. Yeah, I'll name a few examples. Um, So, one, the first one on my mind I thought was Zendaya. Um, her her style is very, very sleek. It's very, she changes it up very much, but she dresses very professional and very casual at the same time. Um, Also, when she goes to the ball, she, she dresses usually very, like, low dresses, very, um, like I said, very sleek. Um. And then, like I said, the architecture on her body is very slim. So usually she has these fit, very fitted dresses or these very fitted suits, and it's structured perfectly. So I want to be able to, to design for her in that um, estate. I also want to design for um, Tracy Ellie Ross, which is Diana's Ross's um, daughter. Because, I mean, she just she she just seems like a fun person and, and have a great personality. And I want to be able to 
to see to bring her personality out of her and put it into her clothing. Okay, I, I mean that's very interesting. Yeah, I mean I when I honest to be honest when I came into this interview, yeah. I did not know anything about fashion. <laughs> yeah, like I just I usually go to Foot Locker, finish yeah. line, buy some stuff. Like yeah. that's all, that's what I. That's buy. usually how it goes, right? But yeah, I mean yeah, <laughs> but um. So in terms of other projects, yeah. you. If you don't want to name them, you don't uh, have yeah. to. But are they within the fashion industry? They are not within they the fashion. Not. They are completely um, aside from the fashion industry. However, okay. I want to be able to. I want to be able to create. I'll say it like this. So within the fashion industry, what what is my point? My point is to create a. Uh, I won't use that. Um, it's to create a great feeling about yourself and almost like in a luxury type of way. Okay. So I I won't consider. I will never say, hey, my brand is luxury because I feel like once you say that your brand is luxury, it automatically takes away the luxury of it. But I want to be able to give you luxury. And so with creating other projects, I want to be able to, to keep that luxury aspect and keep that, that exclusivity aspect and that and that high class um, aspect and the confident and bold and powerful. And you feel good. You look good. Um, wherever you are, you are good. You know, I want to be able to keep that aspect between all my other projects. So. Okay. Can you can you name can you name what industries they're in or no? Um, I will say one is in real estate. Real estate, okay. One. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe we'll have to talk about that off air. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm maybe. trying to get into real estate too. <laughs> yeah. But um, so if someone were to invest f- uh, fifty thousand dollars into your company when you when you plan on starting it, what would be like the major uh, topics of concern? Uh, major topics of concern for one would be trust. Um, making sure I trust my investor. Make sure my investor trusts me. Make sure we're on the same page. That's ultimately number of goal um because when you you're dealing with money you have to make sure that you you and um your partner see eye to eye so the first thing would be trust um after that then i would create probably a small collection um basically a caps collection which is basically just a couple of pieces usually don't rain no more than like 10 garments um it's a very small collection and i will probably release that first and what i would do is um i will start production and i'll start contacting manufacturers um once again fifty thousand dollars is a good deal but however when you're dealing with the highest quality of materials and the, the highest quality craftsmanship um and you know try, trying to get the best out of the design fifty thousand you know can go out the window especially for depending on what styles you want to do and and the draping and the fabrics and the fibers and the construction and so yeah the first thing i would do is definitely make sure we can still trust after that after designing it, it would be time to go to production. And then after that, it would be like a launch, you know? Okay. So can you take me through the process of the design process all the way up to like when the clothing brand is in stores? Okay. So um, I'll say for me, then I'll switch it. So for me right now, because um, I can't talk about the design process. Um, so really, usually, typically how a collection starts is it's given six months. So usually, typically, you'll see in most brands at least two collections. It'll be a fall winter collection, then it'll be a spring summer collection. Happens every six months. Um, usually, I know the design process for me is usually I try and walk around. Usually, anything I can use, I try and use as um, inspiration. So I used to play piano. Um, <laughs> I saw that the yeah. other day. Yeah, I was I, gonna ask you. Yeah, about yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. I used to play piano. So. Um, what happens is I, I listen. I, I consider myself a creative more than um, like a practical. I consider myself a creative person. Um, so what I do, I try to listen to music and I, I like hear colors and I hear themes and I hear stories. 
that kind of need developing or that I can develop or, you know, so if I play a, a low note, I could get a sense of red or a sense of anger or maybe a sense of passion, you know, if I play um, something magical, I get a sense of blue, you know, um, so um, I think definitely music is definitely what starts the design press for me, as well as just going out and experience the world, you know, um, I'm learning how to tap more into my inspiration and my creative side still. So I won't say, hey, I'm number one at this, but I'm definitely finding my comfortable knit with it. So after that, then you um, you find your story. Then you want to um, develop your fabric story. Basically, when you develop your fabric story, you want to make sure that the fabrics work well with the colors. It works well with, with a theme that you're, you know, displaying. You don't want to wear, you don't want to put, um, you know, like lightweight silk, you know, in a fall winter collection. You want to make sure that what you're, you're designing is practical to the season as well. You know, I don't okay. want, I want to wear a fur coat um, in the summertime when it's 80 degrees, if I was out in Los Angeles, or even if I was out here, um, in Bloomington. So, um, you definitely want to make sure your fabric story and your color story match up with the season. So after that, um, after you draw up your mock-ups and, and you create your tech pack, basically is given like the specifications of, of everything, you know, from the zippers to the linings to measurements, you know, that's when, that's when the measurements are, are heavily involved in the tech packs. Um, then you find your supplier and manufacturer and you get ready for a sample garment or you can make a sample garment. Um, and probably me being the first time of being completely new to this, I think I want to make my own sample garments just for a while, just to get kind of get used to the feel and used to, you know, what I like and what I want and how it's made. Um, but yeah, you would go to a manufacturer and get a sample garment, which is basically like the garments you see, if you ever watched a runway, um, I know I just got recently done watching, um, Pierre Moss collection three one way that came out a couple years back, but basically those the sample garments are just the those garments. So basically the garments haven't been made yet in production, so they haven't been mass produced yet. So those sample garments are what the models use for the runway. So after and that's what they show at the fashion show. So now the fashion show has happened. So um, after that, what happens is, or what typically happens is, then production has started being made to get those clothes that you just seen on the runway made. So that's why it takes another. That's why if us um, in the fall winter we might see a spring summer collection, but the spring summer um, clothes don't actually hit until the spring, or it doesn't hit until around that time is um, due to production. So, and that's pretty much. I mean, the design part, and you get to do it all over again. You know, yeah, yeah. I, the, the next week or then for the see, next six months. Sounds like a long process. I mean, it's a pretty lengthy process. Most of most times, that's why it takes six months to develop it. Um, I know me right now. Like I said, I'm in the the, the design process. But however, I'm also learning a new skill, so it's not it's not that I'm actually starting a collection because I, I, as much as I want to start my collection right now, obviously capital is a problem. Obviously, and I need to learn um, skills. I need to learn skills of, of being a designer. I believe. I mean, you could be a designer. We, we we a lot of people have started clothing brands that call themselves designers, but they don't they don't. I think drawing up is very important. I know it's something that's not as common um, these days. Everybody uses. 3D, which is great, but I feel like drawing is a, is a good concept physically. Then mocking it up on 3D, um, I believe you need to learn how to how to sew. You need to learn how to drape. You need to learn how the how the fabrics feel. You need to learn the construction of fibers, which is what I'm doing right now. Um, and this is years of practice. And I believe even the greatest designers, um, you know, like Carl Lagerfeld and 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 Johnny Versace, I believe even those, you know, they were always learning even until they're passing, you know, about the fibers, you know, and the constructions. Um, and they were, they were masters in, in the high fashion and the, um, high fashion goods. So I believe in order for you to be a, a designer, you need to learn these key skills, which is why right now the process for me seems long. Cause I, I just want to get out and go, you know, I yeah, have my yeah. ideas. I want to go, 
but I need to learn these skills so I understand how, like I said, how materials work, how, how it looks on the woman, how it looks on the man, how, how the draping works, how the fibers, like I said, how everything works, you know, the, the form, what can I do with the structure, has the value, you know, how can I imitate this? So, um, yeah, it's very, very important to learn, to learn those skills, I believe, to, to even be considered a designer. So anybody could slap a, a print on a t-shirt and have some a manufacturer make yeah, it, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's how, how can you really evoke... Yeah. Um, how can you really evoke or imitate? How can you make clothing imitate life or whatever, you know? So um, in that aspect, cause I feel like when you do that, you actually bring more emotion to it and and you actually invest more so in in that aspect, you know, than you realize, so. Yeah, so you're a freshman here at IU. I am. So you're really early in your career. Really, really, really early. Yeah, yes. so what, like, is this is this a really, really, is this early part of your, okay, let's see, how do I want yeah. to say this? Yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> no, so. You're a freshman here at IU. Yes, like, I am. How, like, when did a lot of these big-time designers, like, when did they get started compared to what you're doing right so, now? So, um, it varies. A lot of them, so a lot of them actually, uh, however, actually, I think about it, you say I'm early, but sometimes I feel like I'm late because a lot of these designers got started very early because um, their mothers were either dressmakers or, or trunk, or their parents were trunk makers. So a lot of these, a lot of these designers um, got started relatively early, um, or, you know, pretty early. And some designers didn't get started till later um, after developing other brands. You know, they didn't get started on their own brand. So I won't say my time is off for anybody. I'm saying I'm right on time where, where I need to okay. be. Yeah. Um, however, I, I do believe <laughs> I am not patient when it comes to this. I, because, I, like I said, I want to I want to be a part of the evolving world. You know, I feel like my my, my DNA print has yet to be set on, on the world because I know I could create something that that is powerful in this industry. Um, but however, I believe I'm, I'm on time. Um, I believe college sometimes takes away the aspect of me being able to get it started as fast as I want. So I feel like if I wasn't in school, I would be studying this 24 seven, um, as I did even with my breaks or summers. Um, but since I'm in school, it kind of creates a, a gap in time. And since I have to, you know, yeah. study, since I have courses to work on, which is all great and everything. So, um, that I believe I'm I believe I'm on time, but a lot of these designers have gotten started relatively early. So yeah. so when did you when did you get interested in this in, in becoming a um, fashion designer? March fifth, twenty eighteen, seven thirty two AM. Oh damn. Well <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> how do you remember that? Uh, um Um I was in the cafeteria of my high school at the time and I knew I, I knew from that point it, I was thinking I was like, you know what, you're a sophomore and, and I was like, you need to do something and I was like that's the way I was thinking at the time. And and now I was realizing, and then what I was realizing is I didn't want to, it wasn't about fashion at first, honestly. It was about disrupting. It was about the art of disruption. It was about innovation because the thing was, I was like, Kevin, what can you do where you could, where you could set your fingerprint on? And I thought about, so I really did. I was thinking about, hey, can I create a, a, a like watch company, like a jewelry company, like AP, I mean, or, or Rolex or, you know, um, and, and can I set my DNA in the footprint like that? But I don't really want to learn the construction of watches at the time. You know, I don't, I wouldn't mind now somewhere down the line learning construction of watches, but I, hey, maybe that's, that's another project you get into. Maybe. I don't know, but you could always put that with like a, yeah, a, a yeah. you could always put that with the line. So, you know, I mean, that, that'll probably be something later down in the line, you know, I mean, I could collab with one of, one of, one of the premier, you know, um, watches, watch, um, brands. So, but I was thinking about tech also. I was like, maybe I could create a phone, you know, like, uh, and then I was like, you know, Apple does it so well, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's Apple just, it 
they do it so well, you know. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, maybe. And then I was like, that's when I thought about fashion. Um, and the thing about fashion is, so I wasn't always, I didn't. Many designers, you know, they know how to dress, they know how to sew, they know how to do this and that. They know how. Uh, when I was younger, I didn't know how to dress really. Um, it took me a while, I'm, and I'm still finding my style. But it took me a while to find parts of my style. I'm learning parts of my style. I like even right now as we speak. But um, so I wasn't really well dressed. I didn't have the newest clothes, you know. Um, people used to talk about me all the time about the way I dressed, and you know, I, I didn't feel I didn't feel good about it. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I want to do something where where at the point I didn't feel good about it, I can not prove to everybody. But I can feel good about myself while making my own clothes, you know, because I did it. Nobody did it for me. I did it. So um, going back to, to, to March 2018, um, I sat in the cafeteria and I came up with a logo and a concept for initially what I thought would be my brand. And I'm glad I held off because that brand was a complete or if I would have made that brand, I feel like that would have been completely dishonest towards what I was doing. Not Not in the sense that it was not trustworthy, but it was completely dishonest to me because I was trying to put... I was always like I was going to make a narrative that I didn't really like truly know what it was, you know, as compared to to what, what my brand establishment now now is, you know, is it's, I didn't know the the identity of that brand. I just knew I wanted to create something that sounded good and looked kind of like, you know, those Italian brands or or, you know, the, the, the really high class brands. So, um, I, like I said, March 2018 is when I, I, I start looking into fashion and knowing this is what I want to do and, and this is how I want to lead my life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, w- I was actually thinking about this yeah. last night for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is your end goal? I know that, that that's really, really hard to think <laughs> oh, about because um, I like I was thinking about all this stuff last night. I actually yeah. got a piece of paper. and I just wrote end goal and just wrote like three straight pages yeah. and nothing that I want everything that I want to do with it within the industry that I want to go into. Okay. So what is that for you? Do mm. you have any idea? I mean, because I mean, you don't want to limit yourself, but also yeah. like you want to set those goals. Really yeah, high. you, you, do, you do. Uh, my goal is set extremely high. Um, I'm a very private person, so I won't share yeah, everything. I understand right now. that. I yeah, you, you know how you know that. how I am. I'm, I mean, I'm pretty I'm private not, about exa- my exactly. stuff too. Exactly. I'm, I'm I'm pretty private about. I like to just kind of showcase to the world. You know, hello. You know, just like kind of disrupt. You know, but um, in goal, right now, I I couldn't. As far as in my industry, I couldn't tell you. I would want to. Because the thing is, you can always, we can always think about, hey, we could retire from fashion, but no, like, because uh, there's always a new idea. It's always something that, that can be done. You know, I even look at um Ralph Lauren today. He still has a hand in his company. What is he? Um, He's in his 80s. You know, amazing guy. <laughs> you know, um, um, Carl Lagerfeld, one of the one of the premier designers best known for Chanel, um, reestablishing that brand. When he passed away, he was still working on collections. So um, I don't know. I feel like when, if you have a true love for your market, it's like, it's no, I mean, true, like, I, I have no end goal. I, it's yeah. no true end goal yeah. for, for me. I mean, I know as far as where I want my brand to be as far as, um, as far as, like, identity. I want identity to be established in my brand. I want people to, people to be able to know me. But see, what well, the thing is, when it's about designing, it's not about me. It's about you. You know, yeah. it, it has, yeah. it has nothing 100%. to do, it has nothing to do with me. It's, it's not about, it's not, yes, my name might be, um. My name might be listed in the fashion show archives or or whatever, but it, it's ultimately about you. When I'm designing, it goes to you. It's not about me. It's about how you feel, how you look. It, that's why I'm designing. I'm designing yeah. for you, not for me. I'm working for you. You know. So um, I want to be able to have an identical brand. Brand. I want to be able to be be known as authentic. I want people to understand me as well, though. You know. Um, I want people to understand my work. I want people to understand 
the passion, but ultimately I want to, um, I want, I want people to be, be able to wear my clothing and feel good. I want people to be able to wear my clothing. Other people like, oh yeah, you're wearing, you know, Kev, Kev Mr. Addison's brand or whatever, you know? Um, so, um, but ultimately as Ingle, as far as for me, I have, I have yet to know an Ingle. I think uh, a major goal for me is once I touch the reality of being known, yeah. I think that'll be, be something that's made for me and profitable mm-hmm. because I mean, we, we love our industries, but you have to know how to be profitable also, you know, is it productive? Is, is it, is it profitable? Is it purposeful? You know? So, so I, I always ask myself those questions. So I definitely in goal, if I did have to like pick an end goal or close to end goal or a near goal, I definitely want to be extremely profitable. Um, and then I, I want to be I want it to be productive and I want it to have purpose. And and one important thing I want it to be, I want it to be able to, to, and I know a lot of people said, but I want to be able to actually give back, not just to my community, but I want to give back um, to the, the world. You know, I don't, because, I mean, you can make a ton of money in the industry you're in, you know, but it's all about what do you do with your money? What do you do? I mean, you know, you stack up so much money that you, you've created generational wealth, right? You know, you, you've done what you needed to do, you know? So um, if if I was able to have access, I would definitely want to give back into work, give back to charities. I want to give back to people like literally on the street. I was thinking about it today. Somebody, I told you, somebody um literally plowed my, plowed yeah, the yeah. um snow next to my car and I wasn't even going anywhere. They just yeah. seen me shoveling. I was like so grave and I was listening like, if I, even if I had it right now, I'd be like, I would totally give him a hundred bucks just for doing it. Yeah, even though that's yeah. his job. It's like, you know, I want to be able to give back, you know, if, if I'm out to dinner with, with friends one day and, and, oh, you know, a waitress gives me, gives me, um, a great experience. I want to be able to, to, to hand out, you know, <laughs> um, what, what's God giving me the ability to, you know, have, you know? So I think end goal for me is, is just helping people, you know, yeah. really help and financially helping people. Um, and as far as brand, I want to be, like I said, profitable and I, I, I really want it to be something that everybody knows, um, but still with an exclusive factor to it, you know? So. Yeah. I mean, but like, even when you start your brand, you're kind of helping people, you're helping, yeah. pe- you're helping people have a, their own personal brand. Yeah. You're helping yeah. people like have a good sense of fashion, just walking around on their everyday lives. Yeah. Correct? I, yeah. Also, yeah. Now, now that you mentioned it, also one, one more thing I want to be able to do is, is because I'm very big on the concept of imagination and dreams um, because everything came from imagination. Yeah. Everything came from a dream, you know, the, the car, <laughs> the cars, the, the buildings, the, the phones, you know, everything came from a dream. So I definitely want to, and it's dreamers out there even now that don't, they believe in their dream. But they don't truly believe in their dreams. So they don't invest their time into their dream because they, they don't think it can happen because it's not considered practical, you know? So I want to be able to really um, show dreamers you know people that that are, that are dreamers or and just be like can i really do it? i want to be able to show them y- you can because i'm literally like in your spot or i will you know i'm i might be a teensy bit ahead um because my mindset but you can literally do it it's not about it's not about anybody else initially it's about how do you how do you feel and then you find out why do you do what you do and and how it goes back to to, to the world so i i do it for I do it for the dreamers, you know, ultimately I do, I do, I do, I do it for, I do it for the dreamer that sits on my shoulder, you know? So, I mean, that's another reason why, why, why I would do what I do or why I do what I do even now. Yeah. So like in our emails last week, yeah. you would sign off this, this is okay. So I wrote it down. Yeah. You would sign off every email. <laughs> I am Kevin Anderson, designer of the arts and storytelling. Yeah. That was going to be a big question. I was going to ask you, yeah. but I mean, I don't, I think it's already self-explanatory to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, throughout this entire time. I'm, yeah, um, I guess I could 
go a little deeper in depth with storytelling. So, which I think I explained a little bit, but I can go over just a tiny bit because, yeah. like I said, I think I explained it. But I want to be able to create, like I said, navigate a story with um, collections. You know, we can always fabricate patterns. We can always um, fabricate designs. You know, um, long drive. You know, I want to be able to actually develop a story. You know, I want I want wanted to have per- this goes back to purpose. You know, I want to be able to, to tell the story. I know one of my favorite upcoming american he's actually haitian american so he's um, a black designer kirby jean raymond of pierre moss um he's been able to tell the story of his collection through was the story of a rock and roll artist um and in america um but it was like the, the way he was able to fabricate the story i understand it and once again this flies over a lot of people's head because when they see fashion they think oh um the way the structure is it's ugly it's not nice it's not it's not wearable but the thing is that's art you know um the thing is you never know what the designers think in their head the art that you think is ugly could be something that happened in their childhood which they portray so um we you have to be very careful about how we perceive art you know um because art has meaning and purpose and and that goes back to like I said the the storytelling aspect to it so i want to create something that that it is storytelling, rather be through the shows, through the, through the way the models walk, you know, I, I, I want to be able to fabricate a story, you know, so. All right, so this is the last question I wrote down. It probably end up, I'll probably end up having a few more questions for you. That's fine. But, um, so, for let's say a guy who's three years behind where you are right yeah. now, and he, want, he wants to start a fashion brand, he wants to get into designing, what is the easiest way, and how did you get into it? Like, how did you get into, like, where you're at now? Like, what um, did you do? So... I've, I study, make, I, I say make Google, make the internet your best friend. We have that, people don't realize, we have that resource for a reason. Everything I've been taught in college about fashion so far, I've pretty much already known because I've studied it so far. So I've, and that, that's not to say that later down the line, there's some stuff that I don't know, but a lot of stuff that, that is told to me because right now I'm in, I'm in like introductory classes for design and art and merchandising. I've pretty much been able to already know the material culture and the, you know, the aspects of fashion and the avenues and designs, you know, I've been pretty much able to 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 figure it out on myself and once again some of this stuff is within a month span of us having a break i've been able to to, to grab books you know I, if i was to talk to somebody that's three years behind right now and they said they wanted to start a fashion brand you can literally be in my spot if you if you if you make yourself available every day and night if this is what wakes you up at night at four o'clock or five o'clock in the morning or if you're able to commit yourself to this all day in one month span or two months span, I feel like you could be where I am because all it took me was a month or two to actually, you know, where I am now. So um, learning how to sew, learning how to design, you know, th- this is simple stuff, learning structures and stuff like that. This is a very early stuff. But see, the thing is, people think you need a class to, to learn and you do. So I say, you know, indulge in the Internet, you know, um, online classes in person right now. We can't obviously to the pandemic, but. When we get back to it, sign up for some sewing classes and actually learn and, and and learn the fabrics. When you even go to stores, feel the fabrics, you know, look at the materials, look at the constructions, you know, those things help you when you when you go when you even go out, you know, you see somebody's outfit you like. Look at the construction, look at look at is it is it shiny, is it smooth, is it velvet, you know? Um, really figure out the fabrications um of it, of of the fashion industry. So I definitely say do research, watch a lot of fashion collections. I know one of my favorite fashion designers um which i have a lot a lot of obviously but theory mugler oh his pieces um his his oka piece i remember his i believe it was his 95 collection and his 98 collection two of the most inspirational collections um and keep just stay inspired and um 
always, always stay inspired, stay passionate, stay purposeful. Like I said, have that, have that drive, you know, be, be willing. And yeah, it's going to, it's going to cost something, you know, I'm investing in myself, you know, I mean, you might have to buy a sewing machine, you might have to buy fabrics on your own, you know, and you're going to spend money in, in the first just to learn the basics. But, you know, it, it, it helps, you know, that's investing yourself. That, that means you truly want to do what you want to do. That means you truly want to be in fashion, you know, just from those starts. So, yeah. So does IU offer good fashion design classes? Um, like, have you learned? I've, I've learned. So right now I'm like, so I'm, I'm in like introductory courses. So, and, um, so right now, as far as actually getting to, to design right now, I'm not, but I am learning like material culture and, and, um, like forms, you know, and, and like lines and shapes and structures and stuff like that. Um, which helps, obviously it does help, but it's like stuff that I've pretty much been able to know. I mean, it's, it's some new, new content I do get, but a lot of stuff is like stuff I've already researched already on my own. So okay. it's not, it's not that I zone out. I don't zone out. I pay attention. I ask questions that I might be relatively confused about, um, during the classes at IU, because I believe IU, although IU is not a premier fashion design school, um, it is definitely a school that, that can help. I feel like if you, if you're a designer, you just need the basics because every, you need the basics and you need to know how to, how to do everything. And then after that, it's basically how can you use the, your imaginative world to, to put it in reality. So I think right now, as far as I'm concerned, the introductory courses I am learning, I think those are very helpful for me. And I mean, um, I'm learning a new content. Like I said, I do learn new pieces here and there, but for the most part, so far, I've been able to like really understand everything because I've already went through it. So, okay. So like, what are some of the premier, uh, fashion design schools? Um, so like Parsons, Parsons is, um, fashion design school. It's here in America. I believe it's in New York. Um, MIT is a great school. The Fashion Institute of um, Design and Merchandising in LA. Then you have, um, geez, none of them are coming to me right now. Jace, um, you have a lot of fashion design schools in London too. Okay. Um, London has some pretty premier schools, you know. So I'm not coming from those schools. And although I'm not, it's okay because I believe IU will teach me the same thing. They might move a little faster in their development and stuff like that. Um, but will eventually have the same skills in four years. Okay. I definitely, yeah. I definitely think, and they might have a little more connections with me because once again, we know IU is is a business first school, so they really re, um, respond to business, and that's one of the reasons I went here was to learn the business of fashion as well. So, um, I think they might they might have more connections with me as far as in the industry, but as far as learning the essentials, you know, I, and they might have better opportunities as far as careers, but learning the essentials of fashion and, and design, I believe, is is pretty relative. You know, and pretty much the same within Parsons or or IU. You know, so okay. So is the fashion industry the biggest in America, or is it bigger in another country? Like you said, there's a lot of schools in London. Yeah, great schools. Yeah. So um, is the fashion industry bigger there, or is it bigger? Here I would in like America? to say fashion starts. Well, it doesn't start, but fashion is a heavy influence in America. I mean, even look at your brands. You know, Louis Vuitton or, or Christian Dior. Those brands didn't necessarily start in america but they came to america because america first of all is so diverse yeah um and, and people wear what they want which i believe is absolutely amazing to me um but the fashion industry i believe i believe it is the biggest in america and sometimes i think we take for granted how how um big the fashion fashion industry is in this country and, and we need to be sometimes more mindful and um, about how other brands from other countries have, have come to us, you know, and, and, you know, let us in their world, you know, or in their culture, you know, because I really believe that's an, an amazing aspect to it as well. So I do believe 
everybody ultimately, or most designers, or most people that want to be in fashion fashion design, not even just being a designer, but most people that want to be in the fashion market, you know, want to work for Vogue or want to be um, a fashion journalist or, you know, or um, deal with the fashion production or the runways, you know, I mean, like most of that stuff, most people will probably see America as, as the core point for that. Okay. Yeah. So going back to education, um, so in the Asian industry, there's a lot of big time agents. Like yeah. I said, I said last <laughs> week on the podcast yeah. about uh, Joshua Grady. Who was that? Um, he's an NFL agent out of Nashville. Okay. Great guy. But um, him, Lee Steinberg, they do a lot of these things called agent academies where like they'll go through the process of when they started their career, how to n- negotiate contracts. Is there like big time fashion designers that like offer classes to people like yourself? As do you mean like an internship or no, just like actual like a course that you pay like that you pay to take and it's like a weekly course or something and they go through the process of starting their company or even just going through the process of the design. Um, so I don't. Well, I don't. I don't know if you know Masterclass. I do Because yeah. Masterclass is like a, um a website that basically goes through various courses, not in just fashion but fashion. You know, sports. It goes through and and how to become. You know, whatever. So, um, we have. They have. I believe Mark Jacobs has a series of masterclass on how he became a designer and, and what to do. And Anna Winter, um, she has a masterclass. You, Anna Winter is the chief editor for Vogue. Um, a very very driven woman, <laughs> um, and 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 she knows what she wants. She knows what she wants to wear, and she she looks good wearing it, and she's. She's very driven and she's very passionate about what she does. She goes out the box. And so she teaches you basically how to, you know, um, I guess design for Vogue or basically, you know, the steps it takes to be become an editor-in-chief or in Vogue. Or, so, I mean, it is math classes for me. Um, a lot of classes I've looked at or a lot of things I've looked at has been from like YouTube or, or even from like the Vogue on YouTube. You know, um, Tom Brown, which is an American designer, I learned about his design process. And it's very interesting because he doesn't design. He doesn't know how to sketch. What he does is draw shapes, and his pattern makers basically interpret those shapes. So um, it's very it's very interesting to see that. But yeah, so I do watch other designers, um, like design process. But it's like really no class. You just kind of got to like okay, you got to yeah, kind of research, yeah. you know. So I mean, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I think that's probably about it. But I got one question for yeah. you. Would you ever consider working with an athlete? Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah as far as. What, do you mean like dress for like style them maybe for like a ball yeah, or something or, like that or what? Well, even that or help them create their own brand. I don't know if you heard of Chase Claypool. Like he kind of has his own clothing brand. Juju Smith has one. No, I wouldn't do it because you'll be a threat to me. No, <laughs> they'll be a threat to me. Oh, what do you mean by a threat? <laughs> no, because I, I've already started. So no, honestly, I would. I would know. I would definitely help. Him. Once I become established, it was just a joke. But once I become established, I would definitely if a celebrity wanted or if if a if a. Um, Athlete wanted to because I know that that's the industry you know you pertain to so you you strive pretty heavy. But if they wanted to, I would definitely um I would definitely help him. I, I see why not. You know okay, maybe well, they can help me with I, some maybe they can help me with some you know I gotta, basketball. I gotta make sure you get my business card because <laughs> one big thing I want to do with my clients is yeah. if they want to start a, if they want to start a business if it's fashion if it's something else yeah like I want to I want to be the guy that helps them do that yeah so it it's definitely it's definitely a process and right now like I don't receive as much help and part of that does relay back to where I'm from right now. You know, I'm at a business school, so yeah. it is relatively hard to, you know, sometimes not um to like be able to express yourself, be able to have these resources available to you. And I thank God for my my professors in the Eskenazi Museum, um and the Eskenazi School of Arts and Design for um being able to help me and be able to to pull out more purpose from me, you know, just by just by our lectures and discussion. So um it's a really cool 
concept to me and i would definitely like say once i become established and have enough time i would definitely not only athletes but i would definitely want to maybe start up a class or even maybe maybe even i'll teach a class at iu one day you know i mean if i if i become you know if i become to where where, if i become to where i want to be you know and as successful as what's in my vision in my dream you know i would definitely um maybe think about starting a class you know because a lot of people get discouraged and think you have to go to certain schools to become great but i mean you don't it's it's you it's about you yeah you know it's 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 you ultimately you know it's what are you willing to do what are you willing to go through in order to to get to where you, where you need to be or in order to get to where you want i believe people think it's too it's easy first of all it's not easy starting a business at all it's very hard because you're doing everything from your bookkeeping to um to your production to your to concepts to you know you to logo every, you're doing ex- everything this is any industry but when you're doing fashion then you have to you know develop garments and, and you have to contact manufacturers and you get weak weak leaks in the chain and it so, so it gets very very difficult but um i would want to be able to to help somebody but also i feel like sometimes that struggle is better because it it, it, it kind of beats you up yeah. but it makes you better as a purpose i mean it makes you better as a person to make you feel more purposed yeah so so i mean i want to thank you for coming on the podcast now, wait, real quick jason i have a question for you okay okay before, here, give it to me now do you do and this might be this could be a simple yes or no question but do you have a favorite designer yeah no or 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 favorite brand and then once again this is not you don't have to say like a designer predator brand or or you know it, it doesn't have to be just do you have a favorite like designer or favorite brand Ooh. that you like to relate to as in like what I, I wear every day i mean it can, it can be who you wear every day it could be you know if you what you wear to special events you know like you know i mean it doesn't matter you know oh. or do you have a plethora of, of designers or no, it's just like you, you just wear whatever you want to wear. You know? I mean, I kind of I kind of go to the store and I'm like, oh, if that looks nice, you I just mean, get it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of have my own personal style. So not, I think. Okay. But like, because I mean, well, I know some people like tend to get, like the styles of a specific designer because it relates to them. Yeah. Which not necessarily means they pick all their clothes up, but they like to you know go back to this, or they have like brand loyalty. Like many customers like might shop at Chanel because the brand loyalty there, and they like the the aesthetic of the creative director there so you know they like to tend towards over there um so you know i mean something you could say yeah. is relative like nike you know tommy hill yeah. you I know mean, so. I, I like express but okay express doesn't do a lot of stuff for big dudes yeah okay so i mean when i go to express and i see a shirt that fits me i'm like hell yeah yeah, I'm gonna copy, buy it. yeah. yeah. So, so let me ask you one more question real quick so then would you like maybe because i want to also do i want to also bring I want to also make plus sizes relevant, and I want people to look Don't good say, in them. I'm not that big. No, wait, you know, no, really, <laughs> no. Listen, I do, I do like as far as like, especially it's very important for like a woman. Okay. To have like a, to to for have plus sizes for women because I feel like a lot of brands don't have like plus sizes, and it um initially it's very hard to do plus sizes initially when you're um like starting up because um usually like the they do the commercial size which is you know small medium large you know so um. As far as, would you like to see as far as, like, just bigger garments? Because you said they don't have, like, the, the bigger clothes that you, yeah. you 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 need. So, would you like to see, like, more more of that instilled instead of just having, like, the commercial, you know? I mean, yeah, yeah that would be nice. But also, I'd probably be spending a lot more money. I mean, but... but I but, can't but, be doing that. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, right now. But later down the line, maybe one day, you know? Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, then. Sounds, yeah, of course. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. All right, so where can the listeners find you on Instagram and Twitter and um, all that? Actually, Instagram is probably like the most relevant place for me right now um, at Premier Kev. Um, and then you might be able to see what my brand is actually is because right. under there, I do have my brand listed, but I will not share right now. Uh, I really, I just rather rather yeah, watch got, the disruption unfold. That's all. Yeah. But um, yeah, so Premier Kev, P-R-E-M-I-E-R-K-E-V. That's me. Um, 
And I appreciate you just for bringing me on the podcast. Yeah. Let, you know, letting me speak a little bit, you know, <laughs> um, and let the world get to know a little bit about me. Yeah, you know? well, thank you for being on. Yeah, I appreciate it. All right.